Hey, Adam Smolcom here, lead pastor of Vive Church. Welcome to our podcast. I pray that God will speak to you through the message today and that a greater level of faith would be unlocked in your life. God bless. Let me quickly share something with you. Would you grab your seat just for one more moment? I'm not gonna preach real long. They already did great preaching for us today, but I did wanna share something. I particularly love that. How many people really enjoyed that production? Wasn't that great? I particularly love the way they portrayed Mary. You know, because often we, we read Scripture and we see biblical stories from our future perspective. You know, you know we take into account a chronological order of events. We, we have a context to the stories, but I wonder if they really knew in the midst of it, the miracle that was happening. I wonder if they fully were aware of what to them, to us is miraculous, to them was seemingly mundane. In fact, I was talking about this the other day. We had some friends uh, from out of town, some pastor friends that we've been getting to know and uh, they were with us and they asked a fascinating question. They, they asked my wife uh, how we got together. Now, it was a fascinating question because I'm often the one they ask because I'm dramatic, you know, so I give a really good story. And, and yet I was, I was surprised to hear what my, my wife said in response because she, she shared some stuff I forgot about, wow. like from her perspective. In fact, she was sharing how it was at a creative, just like this, a, a Christmas church production like this where we first met. So if you're here today and you're single, watch out. You may meet your wife, amen. Anyway, she was telling them and I was fascinated hearing her rendition of the story because I was in the production. Back when we did it, I was an actor and I, I had seen her, but I hadn't spoken to her yet. So I planned on doing my best performance and sliding on in and just checking out what she thought of it. You know what I mean? And I remember coming off stage and at the end of the production, I made my way to where she was. She was with our youth pastors at the time. And, and, and as I made my way there, I saw my mum was already speaking to her. I thought, this ain't good. And upon getting in within hearing distance, I heard my mum say, I don't care who you are, you will stop calling our house. My boys aren't old enough to date. <laughs> now to give you some context, there had been some girls that were calling our house at all hours and I prank calling and that happens when you're really good looking. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I ran, I'm like, Mom, it's not her. But it was too late because Kira had already replied, ma'am, I don't know who your boys are, but I will never date them. It's no good way to start. How many people know that? But how many believe in the miraculous power of God because we're married today, yo? It's crazy to me how I was hearing that story and I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten how miraculous that was. She said, never. And it makes me wonder how often we do this. Like how often we, we miss the miraculous because it's just life. It's just mundane. In fact, can I share a passage of Scripture real quick with you? This is a passage in 2 Corinthians that's really important to us as a community at the moment. It's come out of our series we were just in in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I like this because in verse 16, the Apostle writes to the Corinthian church, so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know Him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life has gone, new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to Himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. 
For God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making His appeal through us. We speak of Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. What's interesting to me through that passage is how Paul reveals how differently we know Jesus now. He said at one point, we even viewed God merely from a human point of view. And what's fascinating about that statement is that whilst Paul was an apostle, he certainly was human, which makes me think if he's human, how else other than a human point of view is he meant to view Jesus? However, what Paul was talking about was this idea of perspective. And he's writing to a church in a time where the church is certainly facing opposition. The church is really struggling with the idea of God's timing. Like this God we talk about, this God we preach about, when will breakthrough happen? And he reminds the Corinthian church that even the early church as it was being formed, they, many people missed God because of the mundane. They, they missed the miraculous. They missed the Saviour because of their circumstance. Many didn't see it. For centuries, they'd been hoping, praying, wondering when He would come. But because of life, they missed the miraculous. Now time, time plays out, time tick buys. And we know that time is this thing that we call chronos. That's what the name for time is. It's Chronos, it's time in chronological order. It's a timeline, that's how it's played out. We know Chronos as seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years. This is what Chronos is to us. It's a sequential order of things, it's life. And given your perspective of time, it can either move too fast or it can move too slow. I mean, you think about the kid here that's waiting for Christmas, time is moving way too slow. But then think about the parent of that child, how after many Christmases, time moves way too quickly. And yet this is what time is. Time is, is the very thing, chronos time. It's what ages us. It's what develops patience in us. It's what frustrates us the most. And whether we recognise it or not, chronos is often what frames our perspective of life. But there's another time other than chronos. The Bible talks about what's known as kairos time. Kairos is different from Kronos. Kronos is chronological. Kairos is appointed time. Kairos is also the divine time, the right time, the ideal time, the time of breakthrough. That is the time that you pray for things to happen. It's the time of fulfilment of prophecy. That is the Kairos time. Kairos is not subject to the laws of Kronos. It is not restricted like Kronos is. It's not linear like Kronos. Kairos, whilst it is certainly outside of time, it breaks into time and marks the moment of arrival. We like Kairos time. We like the time of breakthrough. We like the time when things arrive. We like the time when it's here. But I wonder if maybe we would actually recognise it when it actually happens. In fact, that's what we saw through this production. We saw a rewind of significant events that people missed in the moment. We see Jesus, we saw Jesus was out in the wilderness and we saw Him before, before as He came out of the wilderness after for fasting for like 40 days, being tempted by the devil. The Bible says He stepped into the synagogue. He opened the, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah to the section where it declares that He is the Messiah. And yet the people wanted to push Him off a cliff. 
We read around before the wilderness and we see that He was baptised. And upon being baptised that moment, it says that the voice from heaven, God Himself said, This is My Son in whom I'm well pleased. But yet nobody followed Him into the wilderness. We even rewound further to when He was 12 years old, teaching in the temple. Such wisdom from a young boy, but then life went on as normal. Significant moments, dare I say miraculous moments that are hidden because of the mundane. Which makes me wonder if Kronos and Kairos are so different. In fact, I wonder if one is woven into the other. Because here in this passage in 2 Corinthians, if I come back to this real quick, we will see that it reveals something interesting, something that's very easy to miss because of the makeup of our modern Bible. You see, our modern Bible, it comes with chapter markers and verse markers. But I don't know if you know this or not, maybe you haven't been reading the Bible that long, but those markers weren't put in by the original authors. <laughs> they were put in for our convenience later so that when we preach on Sunday, I can say, hey, turn to this Scripture and you get there before it's tomorrow. You know what I mean? And, but the problem with them sometimes where they place the markers is it almost acts like an ending of one part and a beginning of another for us. And hardly ever do we link them. But I, what I love about 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is that the way 2 Corinthians chapter 5 finishes and the way 2 Corinthians chapter 6 begins, when we remove the markers, it actually becomes one passage that Paul was trying to get an idea across to us that not only do we view God from a certain point of view in the chronos of our life, in the mundane of our life, he also talks about something else. Check this out. He says in verse 1 of chapter 6, as God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvellous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, at just the right time, Kairos, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Kairos and Kronos. Miracle in the mundane. I wonder, can I just suggest that maybe, I wonder if Kronos could actually serve us. Instead of being the point of frustration as time ticks by and we find ourselves in the mundane of life, in the rut or the routine of life. In fact, often what we do is we can now look back over our life and we can see significant moments where God is. That's how you see it. That's how you see Kairos in the Kronos. It's hard to see it looking forward, but when we look past and backward over our life, I saw where I made a mistake, but somehow God worked it for my favour. I saw where I tripped up. I saw where I didn't do good, but somehow God worked all that stuff together for my good. God was working in the midst of my mundane, but here's the trick. How do I not just see it in the past? How do I see it in the present? How do I recognise the miracle in the midst of my mundane? I dare say, that whilst it's one thing to recognise a pattern of God moving in our life, how do I see Him in the present? It, it requires a pause. It requires a pause. I, I like the way they did it in, in, in the performance. They said those who listened could hear it. In fact, why don't we, why don't we try it right now? Would you stand to your feet all across this place? I wanna, I wanna put this into practice for a moment because I don't know what circumstances are surrounding your life. I don't know what the condition of your heart is. I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know what's waiting for you on Monday. I don't know what is mundane to you, what feels like life is just 
moving along and you're like a product of your environment, like, like this is just another Christmas, like years tick on, days tick by. I don't know what's in your world, but maybe if we could just pause for a moment, I wonder if in the midst of our chronos, we could recognise that God is actually wanting to do something miraculous. Like right now, what if this was a Kairos moment and we didn't even know it? What if you were just invited here, thought this was just a part of life, but God had planned this from the beginning of time. When He rolled out time, He planned this moment to be the moment where you would step out of something and into something where you would pause and say, God, if this is the case, I wanna know your purpose. Let's try it. Would you close your eyes right across this place? Everybody, just close your eyes right where you are. In the midst of this moment, if we would ask God, God, what is your purpose? God, what is your plan? Surely I'm not here on this earth just to exist, to walk through life, to tick by days, to count off another year, to get to the end of my life and say, well, I walked it. Surely God, I am here for a significant purpose that You planned long ago. And it's like you've been waiting for that moment that it would, would arrive. But I dare say, as the Scripture says, the time is now. The time is today. What if today in the midst of your mundane, you didn't expect that this would be the miracle moment where you would say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for this normal moment to be miraculous because I am saying, God, have your way in my life. God, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to show me. I want you to reveal to me the very purpose for which I was put on this earth to walk out and work out. So God, right now, in this moment, for everybody who is asking that question in their heart, would this normal moment become miraculous? Would You reveal Your presence, Your power and Your purpose in their life? God, would You illuminate that You are with them like Your Word declares You will never leave us and never forsake us. That God, we would not step on our own, but step with You. Hey, I hope you were blessed by that message. We release new content every single week here at Vive Church. And so if you don't wanna miss any of it, I would encourage you, go ahead and subscribe. Also visit our website, vivechurch.org to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the life of Vive Church. God bless you.